Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I'll be speaking with Lauren Anderson. Lauren is the owner of All In Recruiting and Talent Boutique, a boutique recruiting firm specializing in direct hire and placement of top talented and diverse professionals in mid to senior level positions for tech giants such as Microsoft and Shark Ninja. Within less than two years of operation, All In has been recognized and featured nationally by Business Wire, Las Vegas Black Image, and Rolling Out Magazine. All In Recruiting's focus on the tech industry places it in a strong market. In fact, as unemployment soared in recent months, the demand from the tech industry for qualified employees remained resilient. All In's strategic ability to partner with employers and meet hiring goals lends its reputation to great impact and helps to decrease the gender and racial wealth gap by presenting talented and diverse professionals for the job. By age 22, Lauren obtained a master's degree in human resource management. Upon graduating, she grew her career with three of the world's largest gaming and hospitality corporations living in Chicago and Las Vegas, working in corporate human resources and talent acquisition as a top performer. As a former corporate employee, Lauren has helped to employ and advise thousands of diverse professionals across disciplines. Before turning 30, Lauren embarked on her entrepreneurial journey full-time. By 33, Lauren achieved her goal and opened the all-in recruiting Las Vegas headquarters during the COVID pandemic, amid many Black businesses who haven't been as fortunate, which she considers a blessing and lends itself to be more socially conscious and a responsible company. All-In's recruiting strategic ability to partner with employers and organizations while meeting their hiring goals lends its reputation to that of great impact and helps to decrease the racial wealth gap, diversifying American workforces by presenting talented professionals for the job. Lauren is also co-founder of the Black Channel Partner Alliance, an initiative supported by Microsoft to increase access and opportunities for Black tech business owners. Welcome to the show, Lauren. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It is a pleasure to be here with you speaking today. I'm excited to have this conversation. Great. So let's get started. So Lauren, as a woman in tech, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Um, again, I appreciate the opportunity to speak today on your podcast. And um, I'm Lauren Anderson, the owner of All In Recruiting and Talent Boutique, and we're an executive search firm specializing in technology uh, fields. We hire top talented and diverse professionals across the country uh, in technology 
careers. So uh, my journey began some while ago. Some would say not that long, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I actually graduated uh, with my master's degree in human resource management at 22 years old. And then from there, I began working uh, for three of the world's largest gaming and hospitality companies, um, doing corporate human resources and corporate talent acquisition. And so in those roles, I was able to uh, grow into a really awesome talent acquisition professional um, in which we were hiring folks from a myriad of, of industries and for a myriad of, of positions inclusive of technology roles. And so... Uh, being that technology was at the time uh, trending about 2018 is when we started the business and, uh, you know, the growth was expected to be exponential, which it still is. And so that is what led me to the focus in technology for my business uh, and being able to help tackle some of the uh, issues within the industry, which include diversity and equity and inclusion. And so uh, that is how I got here today. Uh, so far, we have now been <clears throat> contracted through multiple um, Fortune 500 companies uh, to be able to help hire top talent to diverse professionals across the country um, to help alleviate these social ills, um, these issues regarding gender parity and some uh, racial reconciliation in the workplace. Wow, that's awesome. It is such a... Um great area to be working in today because your business is growing and thriving and doing such a great job. So you should be so proud. Thank you so much. I am proud. Thank you. So, you know, this podcast is focused on bridging the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. What are you seeing in the industry today? Yes, so I am seeing uh, a lot of different trends in the industry. Of course, uh, we're focused on helping women to have more opportunity in technology. We do know that, you know, technology fields have historically been non-diverse. Uh, and so working to increase representation in this field uh, is a bit of a journey and it does require a lot of partnerships and a lot of bridging the gap. Uh, which is why, you know, we're so excited to partner with Directions Training on being able to help women get upskilled and trained for some of the careers that we have available in the industry uh, and being able to, you know, enlighten people on the opportunity who may have not considered technology roles or perhaps transitioning into technology roles. Uh, considering the pandemic, there are a lot of people that are moving. I think there's a uh, a, a percentage out there, almost 80% of people are looking, always looking for additional work. And so uh, because of that, and especially because of the pandemic with so many women being disadvantaged in, in this um, in this economy, uh, we're very much focused on, on people of color and women and bridging that gap, finding that talent, helping them to upskill so they can be prepared for careers that they desire. You're doing such good work in that area, and obviously there's a lot of work needed, you know, both for women in tech, underserved communities in tech, people of color in tech. We really need to change that dynamic on a daily basis. So thank you for all the good work that you do. So now let's talk DEI, so diversity, equity, and inclusion. Why is that so important for an organization to make this a focus? 
That's a great question. Um, so it, it should be a focus for sure. It should have always been a focus and it, it should in the future remain a focus. And so uh, it's important because it is providing opportunity. It's opening that door for other underrepresented groups who are just as talented, if not even more, uh, to be able to fulfill some of these roles and really drive performance in organizations. And so uh, being able to uh, include other people, other groups, other um, genders in the workplace, we know science shows that it adds to the bottom line. So it helps with the perspective in the boardroom, um, and it definitely helps with the outcome when it comes to your shareholders as well. Yeah, having a diverse um, workforce really gives you um, lots of perspectives, lots of new ideas that you may not have thought about if you were, you know, if you had the same workforce that were like you. You know, it's always nice to have diversity in the workforce so that we could then, you know, understand and learn from each other, which is so important. And I'm I'm so happy that you said it should have always been a focus. This is not something new. It should have been there. It should have always been the focus area for all organizations because the rewards are great. And, you know, everybody brings their expertise to the table. Like we talk about women. Women are collaborative, they are empathetic. There's a lot of characteristics they have that maybe men don't have. And so bringing them in the mix really helps. Same with, you know, diverse employees. The more you have, the more different ideas you have. And I love that. Yes, absolutely. And it also helps, you know, with the company's um, uh, marketing and advertising agendas, right? And so we've seen over the last few years, a number of um, large fashion brands have had some serious uh, faux pas because of the lack of diversity in their boardroom or the lack of diversity on their marketing team, right? Mm -hmm. So when these companies are uh, trying to sell to different groups, uh, sometimes they don't have representation of that actual group at the table. And so the decisions that they end up making have adverse effects on mm -hmm. those groups. And then you have issues where people begin to boycott. You have issues where people begin to uh, obviously, you know, completely destroy brands because of the lack of inclusion and the lack of mm -hmm. equity in their organization. So it's really important in so many different levels of the organization. That's great. Yeah, it's so true. Um, so what trends are you seeing in the recruitment and talent area? I know uh, this whole pandemic has kind of changed the whole world in now people want to work from home more, remote work is more productive. Are you seeing any types of trends when you're recruiting and, and pulling in talent um, that we should be thinking about for the future? Yes, absolutely. So I think that the pandemic uh, has actually been a blessing to underrepresented groups. And I say that because it has definitely expanded um, their mindsets. And so not only thinking that, you know, you can work in a job in North Carolina because you work in North Carolina now, you know, these digital divides have been broken down, these geographical divides have been broken down uh, because of remote work, right? And so mm -hmm. with these remote opportunities, uh, we have now women, we have Black people, we have um, uh, transgender people that are mm -hmm. now able to be employed in places that may actually historically where they live may 
not be very inclusive, but they can live in that place and work in Portland or they can live in that place and work in uh, uh, Arizona. You know, and so um, I think that that is a bit of a blessing for underrepresented groups. That's a trend that I'm seeing. Uh, we actually have that testimony as a business ourselves uh, in which we hired for one of our coding clients, uh, a lead instructor who is a, a Java um, um, a Java teacher. And so mm -hmm. he uh, lives in North Carolina and, you know, he was able to now have this amazing job. He's, I think, making, um, you know, the top of his career now as far as compensation and actually working remotely in Portland. And so that's just one example of, of that being a real life um, uh, situation. And so Trends uh, I'm seeing from our client side, we just hired the uh, principal uh, chief information advisor to the CISO at HP. And so HP has uh, started to become a lot more competitive by providing sign-on bonuses, right, uh, for people that really want to be a part of the environment and, and, and the company. And so uh, we're seeing a lot more creative perks from corporations to attract talent. We're seeing uh, talent become more aware of their value, right, um, and being able to um, explore their options, which they should do, uh, because, you know, historically, women have been paid less. So why not, if you're in New York, uh, not getting what you feel the market provides, why not consider, you know, working remotely in Pennsylvania if you'll be uh, compensated better? So these are the types mm -hmm. of things that people are thinking about. Um, the types of things that companies are doing as far as benefits are concerned, flexible work. Um, uh, there's so many different uh, innovative solutions that can be created right now that we're seeing. Um, and it's getting pretty fun. I know that um, I think it was uh, one company just just put out that they'll do uh, free education. Right. So you can you can work there and they'll pay for your entire uh, bachelor's degree. I, I nice. think that may have been Intel. Um, but we're seeing these kinds of things all across the board, and it's very exciting, uh, especially for for the workforce. Yeah, I think you know they have to be innovative and creative uh, to attract good talent because I think you know it's there's a lot of jobs available today, but not enough talent. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. I would say that there are so many uh, technology-related jobs, mm -hmm. and we know that you know by 2025 that the industry is expected to have an even larger fourth industrial revolution, right? And right. so we're preparing for AI, we're preparing for cloud security, um, robotics, um, all of these different areas, so that. Um, women and people of color are not underrepresented in their mm -hmm. career fields in the future. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always say in this podcast and, and whenever I'm speaking with women that are interested in coming into the field is that you don't have to be a coder to be in IT. <laughs> you know, there's so many other positions that they could be looking at that is very fulfilling also gives you that work-life balance to work from home, um, you know, lots of lots of perks. So I think, you know, women should always consider the opportunities that the IT world brings to them. 
Yes, you're absolutely right. You know, um, I I often hear in, in conferences and so forth about people mentioning how to break into tech and and that kind of grinds my my gears. And I always say, you know, breaking in sounds like you don't belong and you do belong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so more often we should be saying, how does one transition into tech, right? Mm-hmm. How do we uh, I help women uh, and people of color, underrepresented groups to identify their transferable skill sets that will show up in a uh, project manager role at a tech company, right? Um, so tech companies, like you said, it doesn't have to be tech-centered. They still need accountants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still need marketing professionals. They still need right. HR professionals. Um, and so, you know, some of the skill sets, administrative skill sets and so forth can be identified. They can be transferred uh, into TikTok technology companies, and we, we have to let women know um, that they are not being shut out, that they can be included. Um, it's just a matter of, of transferring those skills. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. Did you know that there is an increase in the number of women leaving the tech industry? As a woman-owned business, Directions Training has made it our mission and passion to change this statistic. That's why Jennifer created this podcast. We showcase insight from everyday women for everyday women in the tech industry. Do you know other people that would benefit from tuning in? Share the link and help us drive the advancement of women in the tech industry. Do you have a journey or know of someone that our listeners would benefit from hearing about? Reach out to us at directionstraining.com slash podcast. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Um. So you're an entrepreneur like me. Uh, what keeps you up at night? Oh, uh, <laughs> many things, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. With the business, many you have things. to keep all the balls rolling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I am um, very much focused on how do we, how do we do more, right? And that's always the question. How do we do more? You know, we uh, as a company, um, a newer executive search firm, we've we've done a number of socially uh, responsible things here locally in Las Vegas with um, a tech business competition in which we awarded over, I think, $7,000 to um, three or four entrepreneurs. And thank you, Jennifer, for being a part of that. (laughs) Yes, that was awesome. (laughs) What a great program you put together. Yes, and, and Andrew Smith, our winner, he's he's doing very well developing DigiPatient, so we're happy about that. Um, you know, it, it's our contribution to to Black and Brown groups, to underrepresented groups, um, to be able to show their innovation, and also to be inspired, um, and to understand that opportunity does exist, and all you need to do is prepare for it. And so um, we've actually held a number of events in the office, uh, which we call the Elevate Series, where we've brought in um, speakers to do power chats, to uh, speak to the community about, you know, what does it mean to leverage your LinkedIn? What does it mean to have a polished career uh, brand on LinkedIn and to be able to find new opportunities? Um, How do we uh, translate those resumes, perhaps from veterans to civilian language, right? So that um, some of our military uh, veterans can can find their place in technology. And so, um, you know, there are a number of... um, like you mentioned, you know, creative ways to really engage different groups that 
honestly don't have an idea about what technology um, is doing or where it's going. And so we have a great opportunity to, to spread that information um, by way of events, by way of uh, competitions, by way of partnerships with uh, the Black Channel Partner Alliance, which I, mm-hmm. I sat on the board of. Uh, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm so grateful too, as well as the IMACP. Uh, and so there are so many uh, women in networks, such as the Women in Cloud and, and um, you know, Lonnie Phillips and, mm-hmm. oh gosh, Sherry Dunn, Lori Everly. There are a lot of um, uh, women in, in the ecosystem, and we're all supporting each other, uh, bridging that gap so that we can provide those opportunities and, and get more sleep so that we can sleep at night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I love that, that you're thinking about how do we do more, you know, because sometimes I just get exhausted <laughs> at the end of the day and I always want to do more. And I'm still like, you know, but sometimes the creative juices are not there, but I always want to do more. And so I love that. So, you you know, take some time to just think about how we can do more. And if everybody does that, we can really make a difference together because it just takes a little bit. It doesn't have to be huge. You know, when I first started giving out scholarships to women um, for technology training, I just started with 50 scholarships. And today we're training over a thousand women, you know, so it just you have to start small and we all can pitch in what what we do together so that we can make a big difference. And I think together we're stronger. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. So wellness is critical, especially with women, because they don't take time for themselves. They're always giving to others. Um, What do you do to manage stress? Uh, Typical struggle area for me, too. (laughs) Um, You know, trying to find out uh, how to manage stress is is this ever evolving Mm -hmm. um, thing. So I I just got a puppy. I've got a St. Bernard. Um, he's six months old. His name is Romeo. And, uh, you know, he is a pet, but he's much more like a therapy pet now, I've realized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, taking walks with him helped me to relieve stress. Uh, I also do some mountain hiking here in Las Vegas. There's a uh, 2,800 feet, foot small mountain uh, that is in my neighborhood that I climb um, mm-hmm. pretty religiously. And so that helps me to manage some of my stress. Uh, and then, you know, prayer. Right. <laughs> prayer right. really does it for me. Um, that's, that's really the strongest uh, mm-hmm. defense that I have against stress. But yeah, so my animals, um, you know, hiking. And then also I'm a vegan. So I, I try to make sure that I'm, I'm putting the right things in my body mm-hmm. so that I can have the proper fuel for the day and really be able to, um, you know, expend myself uh, in, in a, the most appropriate way. That's great. Great, great advice to manage stress. I think pets definitely do that. Uh, I'm going with you next time I come to Vegas. Hopefully it's not in the summer. Um, I'm going with you hiking. (laughs) We're going to go together. I would love that. I would love to. Well, in the summer... We'll have to just get up at like five in the morning. Five, right. That's summer. Yeah. 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 Now I love hiking and I, my husband doesn't hike, so I never get to go. So I'm going to go with you. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. Yes, absolutely. That'll be fun. And then prayer, you know, I mean, you cannot go wrong with prayer. My daughter had, um, my daughter, my granddaughter actually had some surgery, um, 
not too long ago. And the power of prayer is so amazing. You know, I reached out to the entire network that I have as friends and family and everybody prayed for her and she came out with flying colors. So yes. uh, it yes. was really, Let really a testament. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love yep. that. All right. Well, being a woman in tech, what challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them? Uh, yeah, so there are so many challenges, right? I, I, right? I am, yeah, there's, I mean, we could, there are books on challenges, right? <laughs> there are <laughs> podcasts dedicated to the challenges. Um, I, I try to focus on the abundance and the opportunities that are available so that we can tackle these issues, right? And be more solution oriented. And so what I found is that, you know, many groups are, um, kind of mulling over the problem, the problem, the problem. And, and well, we know what the problem is, right? What are the solutions and what are we bringing to the table to, to solve these problems? And so we know that, you know, women are historically underrepresented. We know that people of color um, have been underrepresented in executive roles throughout this country. And mm -hmm. so being able to uh, be a solution-oriented business and say, hey, uh, that's not an issue. There is actually a pipeline out there. Um, you're just needing to look in the right place or perhaps partner with the right company um, so that you can have that talent presented to you or even be advised on where to find that talent, right? Um, that also helps with, you know, internal companies diversifying their recruitment teams, right? And so sometimes the company is not reflective of other groups of people because the folks that are the gatekeepers are not reflective of that group. So that's uh -huh. something that um, uh, we have to consider as far as, you know, being included and, and gaining equity in the workplace. But uh, as far as challenges are concerned, I know that women are um, leaving the workforce. The great resignation uh -huh. is a real challenge, uh, uh -huh. and it is affecting women much more greatly, especially in tech. Um, before the great resignation, women were resigning at high levels from technology uh -huh. roles that anyhow and so now it's getting worse and so we're looking at why is that happening um, how do we keep women engaged in the workforce and so when it comes to culture when you actually have a woman uh, in the business that that has been attracted and, and, and come in as an employee how is the culture set up to um, make it inclusive for her you know mm -hmm. is she comfortable and so um, some of these male-dominated workforces have to be more um, uh, strategic and more intentional about creating the environment to keep the people, because it's not just about attracting the talent. Um, you know, a great company can hire our company to bring in awesome people, but, you know, how do you retain those people, uh -huh. right? Um, we can bring you the best and the brightest, but if your culture, as soon as that person gets in there, if your culture is rejecting of that person, um, then they too will leave. And so it, it takes a lot more effort, uh, the upskilling, the training, uh, the recruitment, and then the retention of those people. Um, so it's, it's a long journey uh, with many challenges, but we are certainly focused on the solutions and, and how to, um, you know, really be what America has set out to be. Yes, I love your positive attitude. I love that you look at challenges as opportunities. 
and continue to solve them as you go along. That's how I am. I don't look at a problem and I go doom and gloom. You know, I don't do that. I'm like, okay, how do we resolve it? How do we move forward? You know, um, you have like a second to kind of dwell in the challenge and then that's it. You have to move forward. And right. I love that retention and culture is so important um, to organizations. So, you know, you can get talent, but can you keep them is really the big thing. And retention yeah. is, is critical because it costs so much to hire an employee and train them and keep them, you know, included that we need to do a lot on the culture side to make sure they're included in everything. They don't feel like they're on an island. They don't feel not part of the day-to-day -day company activities, you know, and it's it's harder in a remote environment. I think, you know, it takes a little bit more thinking and effort and planning to make sure they're all included because, you know, it is easy to just, you know, sit in, at home at, in your desk, at your desk and just work. But you have to think of all of those things about that culture and what what is needed to keep them feeling included, which is so important. So you said some really, really good things there, and I appreciate that. Um, all right. Well, we're coming to the end. So what closing comments or advice would you have for our listeners? Yeah, so I am so glad that we had this discussion today, Jennifer. Um, I, I love talking about tech in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that, um, you know, as far as closing is concerned, uh, you know, your listeners, whether they be companies or future candidates, um, I think that, you know, approach things with an outrageous optimism. Uh, we are really living in revolutionary times. Uh, and that is a good thing, right? There's opportunity opening up across the world. Um, there's industry emerging. Uh, I mean, look at cryptocurrency, right? Blockchain mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. that. And so there's so many um, new ways to redirect your life. And so just taking some time to think about, you know, how do I really maximize my skill sets um, to get what it is that I want out of life? And then, you know, if it's a company, you know, how do we be more engaged? How do we get creative? This is a fun time. You know, mm -hmm. you can put people at the table and come up with all kinds of awesome ideas on how to engage people, whether they're remote or not. You know, you can send, a, I'll tell you one thing that we do, um, even though some of the candidates that we work with, we don't actually physically meet them because of the pandemic, but, you mm -hmm. know, online we meet them and via uh, video chats. And so mm -hmm. we, we, when we get them hired, we send them a, a bottle of champagne or, you know, a nice glass of wine or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, but gifts and things like this are still essential. Um, handwritten notes for candidates still go mm -hmm. a long way. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just remain outrageously optimistic. There's a lot of opportunity. We are in a revolutionary time, uh, and it's a great time to be great. What great advice. I love the outrageous optimism. I love that. Uh, so be bold, be confident, and be enthusiastic. You know, go out there and get it what you want is going to come to you if you have that mindset. So that's awesome, awesome, awesome. So Lauren, thank you. Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. I'd love to have you again on the show in the near future, but I really enjoyed our time together. I did as well. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. 
Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.